You were talking about how you produce really highly qualified leads. You can have only 100 leads versus the next guy who's producing 500. And I, I think, you know, to close a few deals, but the difference is one, the marketing method. So it's SEO and, and then two, how you're positioning yourself. So there, again, there's that credibility, that trust element, and it's totally different. But yeah, it seems to be you're getting higher quality leads through your site. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Caracast podcast, where we help investors and agents like yourself dial in your online marketing so you can build businesses and freedom and impact. I'm your host, Brady Winder, and I have with me my returning guest. This is part two, uh, Brandon Turner's, you thought I was going to say Brandon Turner, Brandon Turner's flipping <laughs> partner, Greg Gaudet. Greg, welcome back to the podcast, man. How are you? Hey, Brady. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's a pleasure having you on. Um, so it's SEO month at Carrot. And so we're, we're talking all about SEO strategy, SEO tactics. And um, Greg is doing some interesting uh, creative things with his Carrot website in uh, Maui, Hawaii. It's a competitive market and he's uh, maintaining rankings for some uh, competitive keywords and some competitive rankings in uh, his market. And so we're going to talk about that and we're going we're gonna to dive in to see how he got those rankings and what he's doing to uh, defend them, if you will. And um, it's going to be a fun conversation. Um, we're not going to get incredibly tactical. You might be kind of surprised at how simple some of these things are, um, but there's definitely a few nuggets in here that you can learn from things that uh, Greg is doing with this carrot site. So you can uh, try to rank higher in Google. And so, um, yeah, if you haven't listened to part one, Greg's story, go back and listen to that. It's an amazing comeback story. You can get, uh, get a better feel for who Greg is as a person. And this one, we're going to talk more about his business and what he's doing. Um, Greg, tell us a little bit about, uh, your, your business model. How'd you get into real estate just real briefly? And then what's your business model like right now? What's your revenue look like? That sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, I have always been a real estate guy. My dad was a real estate developer. Um, I just love the industry. I've been passionate about it. I mean, since I first started when I was 18 years old, um, I've been in full-time investor, for about, I'd say five years now, since around 2016, 17, um, and uh, left my W2 job in 2020, so a couple of years ago. Anyways, yeah, so that's what that's where we're at. We are a small operation. Um, in fact, I, I heard Trevor mentioned, I, I had sent him an email and he mentioned it on the show a few weeks ago. Um, he did kind of a little, I think it was a truck talk episode yeah. where he talked about an email I sent him talking about how I've been trying to decide, like, am I, um, you know, maybe having um, mm. limiting beliefs or, um, you know, because I've, I've always kind of had the justification myself, like, oh, I, I don't want to have a big business with a bunch of employees and this and that. But I don't necessarily think it's uh, limiting beliefs. I've been thinking about it and, you know, um, thinking about everything Trevor said. Um, we are a small market. So I live in Maui, Hawaii. Um, population is like around 150,000 or so. Um, not a huge market. There is, you know, Honolulu, which is in Oahu. That's the big, you know, island with all the people. There's like 1.2 million people there. Um, and there's, there's a much, much, much bigger market there. Um, like, you know, you had Daniel Kong on recently. He's over in Oahu mm -hmm. and he does quite, you know, good amount of volume. Here over on Maui, we're the little, Island, outer island, and um, we we just don't have that 
same type of population. So it's just, um, it's just me and my partner. And you mentioned Brandon. I actually have to, a little, little correction. Brandon and yeah. I broke up, um, around, uh, well, during COVID. So back in like 2020 also, uh, late 2020, I think it was. And so we're still good friends, but, um, you know, he, he just, he had to focus on his, uh, mobile home park business. Yeah. Um, so we did flip together for, for a, a year or two and we had some, we did some great deal together and it was great for me because I got a ton of credibility from him and I really learned how to do flips. Um, and then I, uh, you know, when he said, Hey, I've really, I got to stop doing single family flip. got to focus on my home, mobile home parks. All of a sudden I was the guy that had been Brandon Turner's partner and everybody wanted to work with me. And so I got a really great partnership out of that. Um, my partner now, his name is David and we're really close friends and it's a, it's a great setup actually have a more profitable structure now. So, um, that's cool. But our our business, yeah. You were asking about what, what are we doing? And it's basically to keep it real simple. I, I would say on average, we do maybe three flips a year, three wholesales a year and buy two or three rentals a year so it's a pretty even split between those um and my goal yeah. is to create cash flow you know and just increase my cash flow so doing flips and wholesales is just a way to generate the capital um because right now the cash flow you know 17 rental units and they produce you know they've replaced my six-figure income it's plenty for me to live on um but i wouldn't be growing and i would honestly probably lose my mind if I just sat around collecting cash flow all day. So we do flips right. and wholesales in order to buy more rentals, keep being productive, keep adding value to the solving problems and growing our, our income. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. On I mean, like talking about part one of this podcast, you know, where you came from and your rental portfolio now, that's a, that's a long journey. So congrats there. And that's helpful context too, for people listening to where we're not looking uh, for like large volume of leads here. So we're talking about smaller market, um, lead generation. We're not going for a huge volume. So just so we know that diving in. Um, so what was your, um, you know, as we're getting into like, we, we're going to talk about the SEO that you've done on your website that you haven't done. Um, I think the the context here for everyone listening is that Greg is not a, a computer. You told me you didn't know how to use a computer, but we are on a video call. So there is that, um, but Greg's not tech savvy. And so the whole point is if he can, you know, take a stab at SEO and get to rank for some of these phrases, it's doable. It's feasible. Um, you don't have to be super, you know, tech savvy to do this. And so Greg, what was your journey like with Carrot? You had mentioned before we hit record, uh, you had a GoDaddy site a while back. You launched that, didn't really do anything with it got carrot what did that look like like i guess like what what kind of work did you put in initially when you when you got carrot like you mentioned um i'll just start with this is that i i can obviously i know how to use zoom i know how to um open microsoft outlook and send an email um <laughs> you know i know how to do the basic things on my computer but I'm certainly not somebody that knows anything about SEO. I mean, now I maybe know like a very, very small smidge, but um, I'm not a computer guy. I'm not tech savvy. Um, you know, I'm the guy that I'm like, hey, why aren't my email addresses auto-populating in Microsoft Outlook when I want to send yeah. a new email? 
you know? And I'm like, in fact, if anybody listening can tell me how to do that, <laughs> I will pay Email you. Us. Please. <laughs> yes, please tell me because like, especially, you know, like if I get a new computer, I've recently bought a new computer. And so now I'm like, none of my email addresses auto-populate. Like there's got to be a way to have Microsoft Outlook just save all my email addresses. Yeah. Um, once I put it in once, then save it and it all it pops up from then on. But um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, email me, Brady at care.com. Yeah. I'll pass it on to Greg for you guys. We'll get him hooked up. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um, so anyways, point is I'm not a computer guy. Um, I don't like, you know, I can do addition in Excel, like formulas, but beyond that, like I can add up a few columns. That's about the extent of my knowledge on using a computer. Um, I know how to print to a PDF, you know, so yeah. really, really basic. Um, so um, it will be back when I met Brandon and we uh, or Brandon actually asked me to partner with him to flip houses on Maui is when I decided, okay, well, we should have like some sort of web presence just for authority. And so I, um, I made the website with GoDaddy, MauiHomeBuyers.com. And I just kind of like, I, I thought I made like a nice looking page and I don't know, I probably put like maybe 10 hours into it of just like putting in a background picture of Maui and writing out some things. Oh, we buy houses, cash, blah, 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 all that. Um, and I think I had that up going for maybe a month or two. Um, and I, I mean, it certainly didn't rank well or anything like that. And it definitely didn't like generate any leads. Um, and I don't, I don't know if I necessarily expected it to generate leads. Like I, I think at that time I didn't even realize that that could be a thing, right? Mm. Like, um, and I guess I probably had heard about you know web leads and things. I, I'm guessing I had probably heard about it here and there over on, on bigger kids or on you know different podcasts. I, I, I don't know, but um, I do know that I asked a friend of mine. Um, what he seemed to have a good web presence um, when I would search local phrases, um, keywords, and he always seemed to be one of the first hits. And so he recommended Curate. Mm-hmm. And, and um, that's, uh, I don't know if I can give a shout out, but that's Michael Borger from uh, Oahu Homebuyers. I looked it up. I think um, so, it was episode eight. It was before I was around in, in the Curate. Yeah, about wow. episode eight on the Curate cast. So a few hundred episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's an OG. Um, and he's, I guess, kind of, I think he's got a tech background. Um, but anyways, yeah, he's, he's a great guy and he's, um, sort of a mentor of mine. And so he pointed me towards Carrot and, um, I just took his advice. I didn't really about it, went and bought the Carrot site and I started off with just the cheap one and, um, didn't really do anything with it. Um, in fact, I couldn't even understand. This is not like to reflect on carrot. This is to reflect on my inability to you know, just like work on computers. But I didn't really understand what I was supposed to do once I made the carrot site. Like I was able to figure out how to actually get the site up, which I'm, I mean, I'm still pretty proud of myself for that because yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that was a really big task for me. And once I got it up, like, I mean, I didn't really give it a sincere try. I probably looked there for five minutes and was like, um, which, what should I do first? Um, I don't really know. I'm just not going to do any of it. So that's, that's about the extent of what I did for about the first year or two. 
I think because at that time there was less competition, you know, we're talking about before COVID, before this big boom over the last couple of years, um, mm. you know, it'd been a hot market and it was gaining traction, you know, in terms of when I say market, I, I mean, real estate investing in general yeah. and on Maui. And it, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I, I personally feel like the last two to three years, it's gotten uber competitive, right? Like it was, it was gaining a lot of competition for the few years before that also, but um, the hotter the market gets, the more competitive I think the investing gets. So um, anyways, point is now there's just, you know, pages of, of people trying to rank on uh, in my market. But at that time, I think that because I was one of the first ones, I think I kind of defaulted a little bit to being able to rank well without doing anything to my carrot site. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty sure I ended up ranking like pretty much in the probably definitely in the top three, um, within probably within six months or something like that. Um, for my most relevant, you know, Maui, sell my house fast, right. Maui, and phrases like that. And so, and so um, that, yeah, so this is after doing just like you do the basic customization, you know, like logo and you know, getting them getting the aesthetic dialed in and getting a little bit of content rewritten on there. So you've done like minimal updates, mm-hmm. got it up. Pretty much just put my logo. It was pretty much just put my logo on there. And I, I think I might have put a couple pictures, um, maybe, but that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. I wasn't posting blogs. I, I probably did post a couple of the, you know, a couple blogs, but it wasn't like I was doing it regularly or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. well, the, the couple things I want to dive into is it's, it's really interesting because this, not every story is as awesome as yours where it's like, well, I got the, I mean, it, it happens. There's plenty of them, but it's not as common for people to just launch their carousel and then they're ranking and then boom, it was that easy, but it does happen. And so I want to dive into the couple things you've done, uh, with backlinking, some of the creative backlinking you've done and also the credibility on your website. And so the context here, we're talking about SEO, but if you caught our first podcast from this month where we had Brian, um, the SEO from our carrot team on the podcast, we were talking about how Google is heading in this direction of it's, it's harder to gamify. It's more human and it's more about who has the best answer. And, and we talked about the, um, the trust element in websites. Like, are you seen as trustworthy in people's eyes and in Google's eyes? And so it's, we're not necessarily talking about doing the perfect keyword research, but Greg has done a good job on his website of positioning himself well as a local expert. So I'm going to talk about some of the interesting backlinking he's done and then the credibility aspect, but the backlinking, what I want you all to take away from this is like, yes, you can go out and pay people for backlinks and get bad backlinks or really high quality backlinks. And that that's awesome. You know, tons of members do that, but there's some, um, hopefully these ideas will spawn and will inspire you for other ways that you can get backlinks that you might not already have thought of. Um, so tell us about your, your webcam deal, Greg, and, and what, what that's done. Yeah. And first off, I do want to just mention, you know, you talked about, uh, this isn't common for, you know, a lot of times you don't just throw up a carrot stick. Number one, there's pros and cons to this, right? Maui, again, it's just a small market. So that's kind of the reason why I was able to just be in the top ranking without doing anything. The downside is in a market as small as ours, you know, we might get one lead a month and we might, you know, I would say we maybe get one deal a year on average. Um, so 
it's a lot of work to now with all the competition, we're defending this number one spot and um, we're making sure that nobody can take it from us. And we're doing it all just for one deal a year. But when you consider that we only do a handful of deals a year, like it's a big chunk of our business. And so, um, yeah, it, it just depends on the size, I think, of your market, right? Like there's, there's, yeah. you can be in the small market where it's easy to get into the top ranking and much easier to, to hold that spot. Um, and you just don't get as many deals or you'd be in the big market where, you know, it's, yeah. it's really hard to maybe get that top ranking or from what I hear on the carrot cast, it's actually not as hard as you might think. But you know, it's, it's a little, it's a little, more little bit of a misconception. Yeah. Well, yeah. you had also you get more deals. Yeah, you had mentioned yesterday when you were talking about how you produce really high quality leads, high, highly qualified leads. So um, you can have only 100 leads versus the next guy who's producing 500. And I, I think you know to close a few deals, but um, the difference is the marketing method. So it's SEO and, and then two, how you're positioning yourself. So there, again, there's that credibility, that trust element, and it's totally different. Um, but yeah, it seems to be you're getting higher quality leads through your site. Yeah. I definitely like, I, I'm, I don't love talking to sellers. <laughs> I, I do love helping sellers now. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, who was the guy we we're just listening to his episode just came out. Um, he was a W2 mortgage lender and he was talking on the show about how mm-hmm. he'll sit and talk to a seller and walk them through the probate process and he'll, he'll just help them. Because, will. Yeah. 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 Will. Right. Yeah. Will, and yeah. I loved that. I heard that this morning and I was like, oh <laughs> man, that's like my jam. dude!" Like, <laughs> so I had to give him a shout out because like, that's totally how I feel. Um, a lot of people give me a hard time about it because they're like, you know, if they're not selling, it's not a deal, hang up and move on to the next sort of thing. And that's yeah. just not, you know, I am a salesman, but I'm, I see it myself as like, my theory is you got the, the salesman that's like the used car, like shark, like boom, 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 like forcing you to close. And like, there is a good, there is that. And that's important. Some people need to be driven to the close. And then there's people like me, whereas I don't like that salesman. I like the salesman that is here to just honestly help me. Right. And sometimes, yeah, I need a push, but for the most part, like I just want them to help me make the right decision, give me the information, and so on. And so that's the kind of salesperson that I am. So when somebody calls me, um, and I tell everybody, like nine out of ten people, uh, I refer them to a realtor, and I say you shouldn't sell to us. It's not in your best interest. Um, you know, this is mm-hmm. here. I'll make you the offer, but just so you know, like, hey, we can pay about seven hundred. If you list it, I mean, you probably end up selling it for 900. It's just going to take a few more months, um, right. take off the commissions. You're still going to walk away with more money. So um, anyways, that's the way I am. I just like to help people. I mean, it's good to hear that honesty and like, you know, referring, you've got their best interest at heart, but the the beach cams. Yeah. So obviously, you know, Maui is kind of a scenic <laughs> location. We've got some, uh, some nice beaches here. I'm being a surfer myself. I rely heavily on beach cams and what we call surf cams and um because you don't know the conditions you know like there's a a lot the closest place that i surf is 20 minutes from my house the farthest place is an hour from my house um and i mean any surfer knows we've spent a less number of days and hours driving out to go surf and then we get there and find out it's flat or windy or there's no waves and anyways um so there's Maui doesn't have a whole lot of surf cameras. Um, so I put up, um, a couple surf cameras. I have a couple, I've got a rental 
property that has a direct view. Um, it's interesting. Actually, it's the first in the first episode we talked about my first condo that I bought uh, at Harbor Lights. Um, mm. It's this unit. It's that unit. Um, it's got it's direct ocean front. It's a Section Eight rental that um, is direct ocean front with ocean view um, overlooking Kahului Harbor, and um, that. It's a really good surf spot. It's one of my favorite spots, but it's one of those spots where you never know what the conditions are like until you get there. So um, I decided, let me see if I can throw up a camera there. And um, so I did that. And then there's also a house just a few miles down the road from there at another um, popular surf spot that I held to some another investor. And as part of the deal, because it's got such a killer view of this popular surf spot, I told the investor... Um, you know, you've got to agree to allowing me to have this camera on at the house. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, as part of the deal. So, anyways, the point is, um, there are, uh, the, the the way I came up with this is that there was there's another very popular beach camera here on Maui that is hosted by a local brokerage, and um, I, as I was learning a little bit more about SEO. I started learning how to look at like Ahrefs and you know check people's backlinks and, and 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 things like that. And I I looked into some of the top producing real estate companies in Hawaii and how they what what kind of like backlinks and things they have. Um, and this led me to finding out that this local brokerage owned this beach camera at a very popular like tourist beach. And now this one, like their camera will get way more traffic than mine because everyone coming to Maui wants to see their camera. Whereas my cameras, um, unfortunately they're not on the most popular tourist beach, but they are popular surf spots. So it's local mm -hmm. guys mostly um, that look at mine. But um, point is that I learned that, wow, this, by having that camera up, like that's driving a lot of it was generating a lot of links for them um and hmm. a lot of high quality links and i i kind of i picked up on that by just kind of doing that research because you had and other so people kinda, linking back to the other websites linking back hey go check out this guy's surf cam yeah i mean so there's like a lot of websites out there that all they do are provide links to all of the webcams so you can just go to livebeaches.com right or um webcams, whatever. There's a bunch of them, but like I think Live Beaches is one of the bigger ones. And so if you go to Live Beaches, they've got a directory of like almost all the webcams of the beach cams. So you can see any beach in the world. And um, and it's a pretty good... Um, I think they have a pretty high DR rating or whatever. I mean, honestly, like I said, I'm not a computer guy, so I don't even really know what the DR... Yeah, their domain really authority. Means, or, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I look at it, I'm like, okay, if it's got a good rating, that's got to be a good sign. So, yeah, um, yeah I use my common knowledge for things, but uh, or common sense. Um, but uh, yeah, so I saw that and I thought, okay, well, I've got some units where we've got, got good views. Let me see if I can make this happen. It actually took me a year to make it happen. It was a lot of work and the cameras are expensive. Um, you know, I was going to be looking at spending, I wanted to test, you know, kind of a proof of concept. And I was hoping I could prove the concept for like two or three dollars, but um, it probably was going to end up being more like 5,000 in the end. Yeah. I kept doing my research and, and ultimately found a, um, one of the surf websites that I use personally. 
and I presented to them and they said, yeah, we've got a program for that. You know, we host cameras and we'll, if you'll host the location, we'll pay for the camera, pay for all the maintenance and, you know, everything. We'll, we'll give you free Wi-Fi and free membership to our website too. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> and then you get um, the, the embed basically. So mm. what that meant was like, yeah, I wasn't getting quite the same value out of the camera because they also share it on their app. So, you know, anybody that yeah. is a member can see it on their app. They don't mm -hmm. have to go to my site. But if you are not a member, you have to go to Maui Homebuyers to see this camera. That's the only way mm -hmm. to see it. So I felt like the the advantages um, outweighed the, uh, you know, yeah. a little bit of the, the lower value. And, um, and it seems to be working out so pretty well so far. And so basically, we've got the camera live. It streams on our website, all these other websites that want to share. And there's, you know, from live beaches and beach cam websites, there's, then there's also just like local surf shops, um, local surf websites, and they all share links to the camera also. And they cannot share the streaming footage from the camera. They can only share like a still screenshot that shows what the camera shows. And then you have to click on that to make the camera feed, you know, yeah. go live. And that takes them to my website. So, right. so all anybody that's sharing it is sharing a backlink. Some of them are no follow, you know, and I, I reach out to those guys and ask them like, Hey, we only did this for backlinks. So please make it a do follow. <laughs> um, yeah. And I like that. Don't, and it, <laughs> well, and I think some of the people listening might be like, well, I'm not, I'm not on a beach, like cool idea, but I'm not a beach. Um, there's probably, I bet you, you know, I would argue that for most locations, most markets, there's something interesting. There's an opportunity for webcam in your market. There's something that people want to see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. any, every city like has its level of tourism or, I mean, it could even be a traffic camera, you know, if you're, maybe yeah. you're at, near a busy intersection and or for us, snow pass, like mountain pass conditions. Yeah. What, yeah, what is so it, snow? snow? No, what is snow? Yeah, snow? good question. What is snow coming from? Like, yeah, mountain pass conditions. No, but I, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, it's it's interesting because it's not the webcam, the beach cam thing. It's not a lead driver in itself, but it's it's given you a lot of high quality backlinks, and it's also it's also a credibility element. You know, people can look at your website and instantly recognize, oh, well, this guy's local. Um, I mean, there's a chance that you could be local, but it's like, this guy's local. He's got the beach cams. And so I think that adds a, another layer of credibility and uniqueness to the website. And um, brand recognition too, because anybody that goes to this huge, I mean, the surf website that it helped I'm working with on this partnered on, they are huge. Like yeah, really, really, really big. Like, I mean, I would get um, probably at least hundreds of millions in revenue if possibly more, I mean, a yeah. lot, they are really big. They are dominate that world. And so anybody that looks at the camera on that site. Um, so if they do go to them and they don't go to my website, there's still a banner across the bottom of the, um, the webcam stream. It says, sell your house fast on Maui, visit Maui home buyers. And it's a link to my site. Yeah. So there is also that brand, you know, um, branding and marketing and um, and the traffic. And again, we were talking about yesterday, like it, it maybe necessarily doesn't, isn't a huge value add, but I mean, our traffic, and after we talked, I looked at it and I had gone from around, you know, anywhere from like three to eight visitors, so an average five visitors a day. And now um, 
we have up to 500 visitors in a day. Um, when the surf is up, we had last week, we had 520 visitors in one day. Um, at, we average probably around 200 to, to our website. So, yeah. you know, I know traffic maybe isn't one of the highest SEO values, but um, it certainly helps, right? And it's, and it's it telling Google tour. that more people are going to the website and staying on the website, which helps, you know. Exactly, because um, they're watching the camera, which means they're probably staying there for longer than the average visitor because you want to watch the conditions for at least, you know, two or three exactly. minutes to get an idea. So, yeah, and we know yeah. that time on page is 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 a you know is a factor for you know search rankings. Um, Google wants to see people are spending time on your page, and not just bouncing out. Um, and so you've got that. So there are a couple other things I want to talk about. Well, well, one we can I mean we can go over it quick is uh, you know you got out of the bigger pockets podcast a couple of years ago. Did that come out of the relationship for with Brandon, or did you still have to kind of work for it and pitch it? And um, was that an easy one for you? Because that that's a huge backlink. Yeah, it was kind of easy. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, because we were flipping together at the time. And I yeah. think, um, I mean, that was part of it. But it was also just like, I think, you know, Brandon just kind of saw something in me. And I think he just, I, I mean, I was really harassing him <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Like, you know, when I first met him and I, I he was like just a, a legend to me. And, and I, you know, um, I learned a lot from him when I, in my early days of investing. So, um, I don't know, to me, he was just like this mythical creature and I wanted to spend as much time as I could with him and, and I wanted to add value. So I'd be like emailing him deals all the time. And he's like, Oh, haha, that's great, man. Thanks. You know, if I had cash, I'd buy that, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm thinking like, I'm probably annoying the crap out of him, but he actually, he, he, I guess he liked it. Right. And he saw that yeah. how driven I was. And so I think that's why he, he thought like, um, he wanted to get me on the show cause he saw like kind of my attitude and, and what led yeah. him to wanting to flip with me. And, um, yeah, that was a great backlink. Um, yeah. So you got, you got that one, you know, bigger pockets. Um, and I want people to realize like we're, we're talking about these cause there's, there's the higher DA or the higher DR um, domain authority backlinks, they really do matter. And so it's, it's quite a bit different than going out and get a bunch of average or even cheaper, low quality backlinks. And so it's, it may be worth your time, creativity, attention to get a few of these one-off quality backlinks. Um, Tell me about the, the GoFundMe one. So you guys did something interesting with GoFundMe. Um, Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, actually my escrow, uh, one of my escrow guys, um, his name is gray and his wife was shopping at uh, Foodland one night in December around this time. I think it was maybe three years ago or so. And, and he left her wallet in her grocery cart and the security guard found it and he, he didn't have a car. So he rode his bike to return her wallet that night when he got off work at 10 PM, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, he rode, it wasn't in the same direction. So he rode three miles out of the way to go bring this, this stranger, her wallet back, which was actually against company policies too. Like he was supposed to turn it into lost town, but, um, she was actually leaving to go home for the holidays the next morning. And imagine if she would have gotten to the airport without her ID and would have been a, a horrible experience. So, um, Man, he this guy, I was just uh so Gray shared the story on Facebook and when I read it, I was just blown away. Like I thought, wow, like that's that guy needs to be recognized for taking yeah. that kind of you know, action. Like the guy's working as a security guard 
and his bike to work. And he, he rides, I mean, like most of us wouldn't even drive five minutes out of the way to go bring the yeah. stranger's wallet. You know, like this guy rode his bike for probably, I don't know what, an hour or something. I don't know, a, a long time at 10 PM. And so we decided, um, when I saw the story, I, I reached out to Gray. I said, Hey, let's, let's try and get this guy a car. So we did a GoFundMe. I organized a GoFundMe. Um, it gained some traction, got some news stories and, um, ended up ultimately being shared, I think pretty much globally, like, you know, everywhere from good morning America. And I think, um, Telemundo and just all kinds of these big programs shared it. And we raised uh, $25,000. My goal, I, I just wanted to get like $5,000 and buy this guy, like, you know, a used car that he could get to work with. And um, yeah. we got him in a car. We got him, um, you know, like I said, $25,000. And um, it was great. Well, I wasn't looking at that as a marketing, you know, plot or anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. I was just doing that to do the right thing. Well, and I felt like the guy deserved it. Um, but maybe like a year later is when I was really starting to like learn more about backlinks and listening to, a, you know, hearing a lot more on the carrot cast about like these quality backlinks and, and then learning about do follow backlinks versus no follow and like all, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And so I don't know, um, one day it just clicked and I was like, wait a second, like all these big websites have written a story about you know, our story, let me reach out to them. And, you know, most of them didn't do it. Um, if I, I really wish that I had no time that we did that GoFundMe, um, that we could get this kind of value, you know, that we could have gotten backlinks out of it and how valuable that could have been. Cause we could have gotten a whole bunch of them from these, a lot of really big websites, but a few of them did, um, specifically like the local news websites, um, in Hawaii, we have KHON, um, and a few other, um, news sites. So, um, because I was reaching out to them, like I said, a year and saying, Hey, you shared our story a year ago. Would you please give us credit, um, and link to our website? And so, um, yeah, that, yeah, it, it was one of those things where, you know, I wouldn't have otherwise thought about, but once it did click, I, it, it turned out to be very valuable. Yeah. How'd you get them to say yes? Or how, how did you get the story viral initially? Like you just launched a little um, GoFundMe. How'd I owe credit to Josh Dorkin for that one. Um, from the, you know, founder of bigger pockets. Yeah. Um, he, he also lives on Maui and, um, he followed Brandon here and we've become friends now too. And so, um, at that time I kind of told him what I was doing and I'd never done anything like this. You know, again, I don't, I don't know, stuff. I don't know news and media stuff. Like it's just not my world. Um, and he's like, Oh, well, Hey, let me share it with the news guys over at this channel and whatever. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like I thought that they, you know, he could do that because he's like a celebrity, but like, it turns out like media just wants a story to share, right? Like they yeah. want to hear the story. Um, so he actually taught me kind of how to do that and helped me kind of get the media involved. And it turned out they were all really eager to share this really feel good story. Um, and it was a yeah. really um, organic, natural, like real story. There was no, you know, at that time, again, there was zero, I, marketing our business wasn't even a glimmer of a thought in my mind. It yeah. was like, this there, guy there wasn't any to be rewarded. ambition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was pure. Yeah. I wish I wish I had, I wish I knew about it at the time. Like I said, <laughs> we would have gotten a ton of great backlinks. But, um, but that guy needed to yeah. be 
recognized and rewarded for, you know, being so selfless. Yeah. And, so uh, I, I think the, out. I think the lesson there for people listening is that, you know, what, what are you, what are you doing or what could you be doing that's newsworthy? Cause I think that, I mean, I don't think I know that members are doing some really cool things in their local market. So what can you do where you can offer it up to the news or get it mentioned in media um, to get some of those really high quality backlinks? Obviously that's not the goal, but can be a big benefit. Um, we'll talk about one, one more thing. Um, well, do you want to talk about Haro leads, uh, helper reporter at leads? Have you gotten any, any from that? Yeah, actually um, that I was, thinking about sharing that too. Um, we did get and you know, I've heard other investors on, on Caracast talk about this where it, it's a lot of work and you know, it can take a long time. Um, which is, is true, you know, check the emails every day and, you know, respond to all these people. And most of the time you never get a response, but we got really lucky and we got that once and we got an article with time magazine and, mm. um, Pretty good backlink there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That was worth it. So um, um, it, it was a funny one too. They were doing a story. This is back in, just in October this year, um, a story about um, buying haunted houses. And um, mm. when I saw that email, I was like, I figured it was a long shot because like, it's not like we have pictures in our house or anything, but a house that we flipped um, has got some interesting stories behind it. And so I reached out, shared that and, the reporter loved it and they featured an article on us and that's a wow. really a good backlink. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's help a reporter out. We'll put a link in the show notes, but help a reporter out. That's a good source for backlinks. Like Greg said, it can, it can take a lot of time and energy. So um, it might, and it's a long-term play, you know, cause you're doing all these pitches and hopes to get just one. Um, but it would be helpful if you're doing it or really if you have a team member or a VA doing this to know, um, I like to call them story banks, but to have a bunch of stories on hand that, you know, you could pitch to these reporters, um, that way you can pass it off to a team member if you don't want to respond to all of these horror leads. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah. So thanks for sharing those. You don't got the, we got the beach cams, um, we got the horror leads, the GoFundMe. Um, hopefully people find that inspiring as like some other creative ways they can go out and get some of these really high quality backlinks that are really going to help your rankings. Yeah, man. Um, one thing I want to touch on real quick before we wrap it up is um, the credibility element. We we're talking about um, how, because that plays into your SEO and your rankings, how are you positioning yourself as a local expert? And I guess scratch that. What I mean is like, how are, how are you building trust with people specifically through your website? Um, I think that matters a lot, especially in Hawaii, you know, on the island. Um, that's huge. So how are you doing that? Yeah. Um, as well, first off, we're always trying to get reviews. Um, and in a small market like Maui, where we only do a handful of deals a year, it can be pretty hard to get seller reviews. So I, I try to find any source of a legitimate review that I can. So I get a lot of our tenants, um, you know, I treat our tenants really, really well. And so a lot of when I do go and ask them for a review, um, a lot of times they're, they're happy to help, um, kind of, they feel like they're mm -hmm. returning the favor to me. Cause I, you know, like on Maui, finding a rental that'll take dogs is nearly impossible. Finding a rental mm -hmm. that'll take section eight is near possible. Um, and so like, and, and I actually seek those things out in tenants, mm -hmm. um, to try to, you know, just as a way to give back and use the business to, to do good, uh, do well. Mm -hmm. Um, what's, what's the saying? Do, do well by doing do good. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. anyway, so yeah, the, uh, a lot of times our tenants are stoked to, to be used for us. That's really helpful. Um, and Which you've actually got them thing, on your homepage, like big blown up center, you know, a couple on the homepage. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I um, you know, like, I, in fact, our one on our homepage, I think it's, um, it's usually just whatever the most recent one is, but I think right now it's a very local guy. So you can like, you know, and it's got his image. You can very much tell like, okay, isn't some mainland company that just happens to, you know, tar- market their business to every market or, or, yeah. or area. It's not right? a faceless like, corporation. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You can see, okay, this, you can very much tell from those pictures, like, okay, that is definitely a guy that is, you know, local to the islands. Um, the house is an image of a house that is here in Hawaii. Um, you know, like, like you say, if, if the house had like snow on the roof or something, you would yeah. <laughs> if that was a Hawaii, you know, local, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> why do these guys have this image here? Right. Um, yeah. so yeah, some of those things and, um, you know, just adding in the personal touch about who we really are and, and, um, you know, I've got some pictures of me and my partner and, and it's just those little personal touches like that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, that's cool. I think you're doing a good job of it. Um, we'll put Greg's, uh, website, his carrot site in the show notes. So you can go check it out and see what he's doing to, uh, build trust and build credibility and, and go check out his beach cams too, especially if you're in Oregon and it's, uh, cold outside, go look at the beach cams and pretend. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am. Anyways, There's one Greg, more thing I just yeah. I, I jump Go in. And, sorry, but um, I I have started recently doing my own blogs, and um, hmm. I I I'm seeing value in that too. And so I, I do like the re- um, you know, being able to record my own blogs and have them transcribed. Um, yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of that, and I'm going to be doing a lot more of that too. What do you? So you're you're picking topics, recording them, and then putting them through video posts on your carrot site, transcribing, and then editing them is that what you're doing yeah so just doing like a you know yeah video blog recording it um and then carrot transcribes it for me into the post so then there's the post that's actually um you know the 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 video as well as the um um text trans transcription um and Mm -hmm. i i do yeah definitely go through the text transcriptioning because there's always you know notice i noticed a lot when i did the first one how many times I say, um, or so, or okay, <laughs> like all these filler words that, um, you know, they teach you in Toastmasters not to use. <laughs> but, right, uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Went back and, and correct all those, add some links to other credible sites in there and, you know, so on. And, um, yeah, I think that that's, uh, going to really be valuable as well. I think I've started seeing some results and from, mm-hmm. again, from what I hear, I just listen to the guys that know what they're talking about oh, yeah. and, and they, they tell me this is what you got to do. So I'm yep. doing it. I mean, it's, that's, it's yeah, it's low hanging fruit and you don't have to be great at video. You don't have to be a tech expert to do it, but that's, that strategy is still just like, it's still under use. It's still low hanging fruit. So if you guys go to carrot.com slash video, we've got a guide on it. Uh, the video marketing playbook. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of topics and ideas, talking points that you guys can do videos on. And then I'll tell you how to get those videos launched and get them transcribed, get them on your carrot website. So you can reap the, uh, like really big SEO benefits from that. So that's awesome to hear you doing that strategy, man. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for uh, watching, for listening, for tuning in. If you got value out of this, share it with a friend. If you have any thoughts or questions, email me, brady at carrot.com. 
and we will see you next week. Thanks for watching.